0: (laughs) everyone i'm ryan
1: and i'm steve and this is 60 cycle hum the guitar buying selling trading modding fixing breaking reviewing playing podcast.
0: podcast here we are doing it again uh still a little bit of drinky sloppy from our last episode with uh with dave hill yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. I hope everyone else liked it because I had a great time. Uh but anyways, in old news. Yeah. We're dragging we're, up stuff that happened a month and a like half six, ago.
1: Yeah, December eighth, two thousand twenty. Breaking news. Two months ago. Breaking news, December eighth, two thousand twenty. It's it's kind of funny to do uh <laughs> to do a, a news piece. You know, if this if this uh if this would have been old timey days, you know, we, where waiting, we get this over the telegram where you're waiting for the, the Pony Express to
0: horseback <laughs> your mail across this the This is country. older than that. Horses are faster than uh, this. Uh, this is like, oh, someone is, is carrying a stone tablet from village to village <laughs> slow. This is not Pony uh, Express fast. Back in December,
1: one of Eric Clapton's strats was up for auction via the gotta have rock and roll Uh, Auction from December, from November twenty fifth to December fifth, with an opening bid of one million dollars,
0: and it did not sell. Did not sell. No one, from what I read, no one bid on it. No one was like, "Oh yeah, I'll take a shot." So this guitar, zero zero bids on Eric Clapton's guitar.
1: Yeah. So the minimum bid was a million dollars. The estimate. Was the they thought people thought it or this auction house thought it would sell for between 1.5 and two million dollars? Wow! Um Eric Clapton's historic own blah 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 blah. Apparently, this guitar is nicknamed Slowhand. I thought he was nicknamed Slowhand. He Hand. was also nicknamed Slowhand. But he then he named the guitar after himself. <laughs> I guess uh, this is a this is a rare non-tremolo 1954 Stratocaster. That he used from like 1979 to 1985, and it was a slide guitar. Imagine having primarily, a guitar I guess,
0: used as a slide guitar. Imagine having a guitar around that you hadn't used since 1985, and then you decide to sell it. Yeah. In 2020, that yeah. is a 35-year like that guitar's been sitting around without use for 35 years, and then you're like, uh, you know what? I'll sell it. What What, what do you think I can get? A million dollars? In 1979, this guitar was set up for
1: slide. There's basically, you know, I guess like you could say like, oh, I own, I got this, and uh, Eric Clapton, um, whatever, whatever. I didn't. Re- okay, so apparently this is the. I didn't know this. This is the guitar. I'm
0: waiting for Steve to form a complete sentence. <laughs> this is the guitar that Tyler over at yes. Music is when. Yes, I know. Uh, I didn't. He got he got to mess around with it before it went to auction and it did not sell. Do you think it's a, it's Tyler's fault that it didn't it sell? It probably is. <laughs> people he probably
1: played it and people are like, "Oh, never mind." Like I know what it sounds like in Clapton's
0: hands. I know what it now sounds like in a YouTuber's hands. Uh, Tyler is a fine guitarist. He's a good he's much better than either of us. I'll say that for I'm not sure. saying he's
1: bad. I'm saying like he's a guy that probably like a lot of people are like, I, I'm i nowhere near as good as this guy, and that's what this guitar sounds like with this guy.
0: No, honestly, like... I think if, if, if Clapton had sold any guitar, any guitar... Yeah. In, like, 2002... Yeah. He probably could have fetched a million dollars for any guitar. Like, oh, I played this on one recording. Okay, a million dollars, here you go. I think this might be the beginning of the end for like the high dollar value boomer fandom yeah. of classic rock, where if, if something sells that's connected to classic rock in any way, there's some boomer with a pile of money that'll just show up and be like, well, I've got to preserve this artifact. I've got to have right. this in, uh, in my man cave next to, it, you know, my Lamborghini or I whatever. Think
1: the thing is, is, is when you buy an, when you buy something that's like an artifact piece for that kind of angle, like you want, One of the most famous versions of that thing,
0: right? I would even so that you know, you know, there's some there's some rock doctor out there, some blues lawyer that has a million dollars to blow on a guitar, but this didn't capture their their imagination for some reason.
1: Uh, People, you know, this article speculates. Uh, oh, maybe it was because Eric Clapton has expressed anti-lockdown views. No,
0: that's BS. And
1: after that, those anti-lockdown views came out, Like people dug up some interview of his from the 60s where he said some pretty racist No one stuff. had to
0: dig up anything. It's been common knowledge for as long as I've been aware right. that Eric Clapton said racist things uh, on a stage. He said it on a stage yeah. about... People he didn't want to be in England. Yeah. will say that. Um, so th- but, but, that's that's on record. That's not a surprise to yeah. anyone. Like this but, isn't new stuff that Clapton has shitty ideas floating around in his apparently head.
1: Apparently, they interviewed some guy who's who's he's the lead guitarist for a New Jersey-based Eric Clapton tribute band. That uh, you know, if you had millions of dollars, would you have bought this? You know, you're in a Clapton tribute band, and even that dude was like. If I had two million dollars, I'm not gonna buy an Eric Clapton guitar that like he used as a slide guitar. Like I don't, He's not famous well, for being a slide all, guitarist. Like if,
0: if you only have $2 million, you're not blowing half of it that's on true. a bid for a guitar. You're not uh, throwing away half your money. That, that's, a, that's an auction for people who have $100 million. Right. So that's an auction for people then, who have a uh, billion dollars. He
1: finished it off with saying, we'll let Joe Bonamassa buy it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but but I mean, that's kind of my take on it is is there are certain... there? I think there's a limit to um, fandom when it comes to uh, buying something from uh, an artist or a person that is, I'm talking so slow on processes. When you're trying to buy- Thanks whiskey. You want that like signature thing. And it's like, it's really dumb example, but I feel like, you know, looking around, there's probably a lot of guitars in this room that if you sold it and you said like, I'm Ryan from 60 cycle Hum, and I'm selling this guitar. Like people would be like, Oh, you're selling that one. Like it's probably cause you don't like it.
0: Right. Right. Or whatever. Like when I, someone made me an offer, I couldn't refuse on the bullet Mustang that I had hand painted. And the reality of it is that I really only upcharged them. Like, well, they made the offer. It was only an upcharge of like 50 more dollars than it was worth. Right. <laughs> you know, It wasn't like, Oh, here's like this ridiculous offer. It was still like, Oh, I want that because, i really appreciate the journey it's been on with ryan playing it but, but, and i like the art here's here's an extra bit of money for but it. but i'm saying like that's
1: probably the one of the handful of guitars that you even have the option of upcharge right like, totally like if you were to wanted to sell the the silver burst or the silver silver, silver sparkle harley benton right you're not gonna get
0: no no not, one's gonna pay no one's gonna overpay yeah what they could just get it new from Toman for
1: now. The the gold Strat back here that, uh, or you know, any of the stuff you painted, right, right, is going to have like that additional like signature model value. It's kind of the same thing here. Ryan's what I'm trying to say, guys, is Ryan is Eric Clapton.
0: No one should pay more money for that Strat, even though I've repainted it a dozen times. Uh, just go buy any late '90s Mexican Strat, and it will be better than that one. <laughs> I've wrecked that thing pretty hard. I actually need to open it up and fix the switch. The The bridge position is I'm, not connecting. I'm actually, I'm actually super confused
1: right now. Why? What is the purple? What is the purple
0: uh, Paisley? Where's that body from? It's a GFS body. Oh, it started out okay. black. Yeah, it's not. It's not anything historic from my for my collection. For some reason in my brain. Historic.
1: For some reason in my brain, I thought that was the gold strat. No, and no. Refinished it and swapped the neck out
0: the gr- the green one was the gold one it's like margarita green i keep telling people it's green and they disagree with me it's that, green you're saying
1: that's green it's not gold
0: yeah i guess i can kind of see how it's it's green, green. it's like margarita green it's lime green
1: anyway this whole copton <laughs> thing <laughs> Shut I, up. I i don't think it's i don't think it's super political you know we we're talking about this and it's like if the Nuge was selling a guitar like I think it would well Ted I Ted Nugent still is sell. who he's
0: talking about. If you're not the down Nuge. with the nudes the lingo. Cat scratch
1: fever. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I don't actually know uh, I don't remember how that song goes. It's been that long since I I've used heard to it.
0: know how to play that riff. It's an easy riff. Not that it matters. Not that anyone ever needs to hear a like Ted those, Nugent songs. Those
1: Birdland guitars are cool.
0: You know what? If there's there are Ted Nugent songs that I like listening to. There's uh I think it's called White Buffalo. And I like it just because Why's it got to be white, Ryan, because there's the, the intro on it is literally just like a minute and a half of feedback on one <laughs> string and like bending the string. And it just kind of builds in a fun way. That's my kind of guitar solo. But then the rest of the song kind of sucks. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> but there's some fun. There's some fun guitar stuff from Ted Nugent, despite him being a uh, total knucklehead. Um, but most musicians are knuckleheads. Let's also be
1: that apparently that guitar was purchased at an auction by a private collector back in 1999 for, um, $190,000. So, so it wasn't
0: even Clapton selling it was someone else selling it. I guess. Yes. That yeah, takes so- the fun out. I wanted it to be like Clapton himself was trying to sell his, his guitar right. and he couldn't, he, and he, suffered the embarrassment of it not selling yeah. that doesn't that doesn't matter to him he already sold it it sold for a correct amount earlier and now someone else was trying to like get a huge yeah payout for i'm it. sure
1: that that value of it just being a 1954 strat maybe it went up a little you know if you want stuff to sell at auction the trick is you got to start bidding at a dollar yeah you start that bidding at a dollar find out where it's going to end up you uh you leave there yourself that reserve price so people know reserve not yet met. Right. And then they just keep bidding and you set your reserve at a million I don't think you know, that official
0: do- like wood hammer auctions work on eBay rules, though. Well,
1: maybe they should. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, maybe
0: they should. Right.
1: Uh 49,0, and not sold. Reserve not
0: met. <laughs> Shipping is 1995. <laughs> Would you like to pay through PayPal? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? You don't want insurance? <laughs> oh, man. I I sold a pedal on Reverb back in December, mid-December. We're at the end of January now. I go back to December all the time. It's lost in the mail the guy has messaged me a couple times i went to the post office they're like file a thing i filed the thing i've heard nothing back i think i'm just gonna have to refund the guy and maybe it'll show up at his house or my house someday but it's been lost in the mail it never left san diego is the thing weird like the tracking says it got on a truck in san diego and then never surfaced anywhere so like did they truck did the truck catch fire and burn down what happened to my package? This it's the rumble seat. It's the analog alien oh, rumble seat. That's, that that's a bummer pedal to have to go missing. Yeah.
1: I just had this thought. We're gonna have to figure out how to um
0: if how, I don't hear anything do about this. if if the guy who bought it is listening right now, which you might be, uh if I don't hear anything from the post office in, in the next week, then I'm just gonna refund you. whatever I have to do through reverb. And if it shows up, I hope you'll be honest enough to let me know and we'll figure something out.
1: Uh, we should do that long December challenge, but we should do. I don't want to do twelve of them or eleven of them. I was thinking they should just all be month themed.
0: Oh my gosh, no! <laughs> like you know, are there
1: January songs? I can't think of any January ones, but like February could be February stars.
0: May could be Rod Stewart, Maggie May. Just saying. I feel like any month that doesn't have a song assigned to it, you just do Calendar Girl. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, ah, wow, you went for it, Steve. Whiskey uh, <laughs> makes me think I can sing that Frankie Valley part.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, Eric Clapton couldn't sell his guitar. Is This signals the death of uh, classic rock fandom. And uh, it's the end of the world, guys. Millennials have inherited the music landscape, and millennials are on the way out. I mean, uh, boomers are on the way out, so uh, it's chaos. Yeah, soul chaos. People won't pay a million dollars for a Clapton guitar. What does it mean? Dogs and cats living together. Obviously, it means that it's it's the fault of social justice warriors because Eric Clapton did a dumb song that's actually really awful and boring to listen to. Like, it doesn't. It's not even a good song. Like, if you're gonna write a song, Layla. Are you talking about Layla? (laughs) I'm not talking about all the other Clapton songs that are boring and sucking or awful. I'm talking about this specific song he did with what's his name? Um, shoot, what's the guy's name? But is David Duke? No, he did this Oh, Van Morrison. Van Morrison. Doo, doo, yeah, have doo, you actually doo, listened doo, to doo, it?
1: Doo, 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 doo. Is that Van Morrison? Doo, doo, doo. Hey, where did we go?
0: Is that it, it might be. But I haven't heard this song. It is the most boring like Open mic night blues jam (laughs) version of a song with like generic, generic blues noodling throughout. Where it's like you, you. If you told me it was Clapton, I'd be like, "Are you sure?" Because it kind of just sounds like whoever shows up at a at a blues jam, and the song structure is nothing. It's just a, it's just like your standard blues progression with some guy just rambling Mm. with. Obscure references about things that are making you, that you're supposed to think is like, oh yeah, good point about freedom and not wearing a mask. It's gar- it's garbage. It's a garbage song. And no one cares about that song. No one cares yeah. about this dumb song they made about not wearing masks. The guitar no one just just no one wanted to pay a million dollars for that guitar. That's also, the reality of it.
1: You're British. You already Brexited, you ruined Brex, Brexfast.
0: <laughs> breakfast? Also, I
1: could go for some breakfast right now. Also, Eric Clapton's best song is Walking on the Sun. Everyone knows
0: that. <laughs> You're ready to do it now. You might as well be Eric Clapton. <laughs> this
1: was sent by Michael
0: Krause. Were you trying to
1: make a joke about I'm just chan—I'm just like channeling my... Uh, what were you trying to do with that joke? What? The Walking on the Sun joke? Yeah. I'm just like channeling a Drunk Uncle from SNL. <laughs> drunk Uncle. <laughs> just saying random things. Uh, this is sold. Uh, of course it sold. Uh, this was sent by Michael Krause. This is in Peabody, Massachusetts. I took this brand new guitar out of the bubble wrap box, ready to be picked up by the first person close to the price, to smash someone in the face?
0: I like, mean, throw this on top of the, the old news pile. We have a uh, yeah. Twisted Tea-themed acoustic guitar here. Who who could have ever known that Twisted Tea would be such the meme it was for about a week oh, and a half? Yeah, two weeks. And, and then my, no one's going to mention it ever again for my, the rest my of our fa- lives.
1: The, the, uh, there was a Twisted Tea meme that was Rex Kwon but instead of American flag pants, he was wearing Twisted Tea. <laughs>
0: pants imagine you have something in your life that just takes off because it's a meme and like you become just hot on fire like twisted tea just selling off the racks Kinda, for a week yeah. and then like no one cares again for the rest of your life how much does that like screw up your stock <laughs> <I know. laughs> twisted tea is like we're out we're completely out ramp up production buy more factories we've got to make twisted tea Six months later, when the production cycle is actually done, what do you mean no one wants this stuff? We just we quadrupled production because the yeah. demand was so high. No one wants it anymore. I think it's better than Mike's. Mike's hard lemonade. Yeah, I don't know. I like Mike's, but I do, I do like Mike's. But I mean, I here's think the I thing: I like Twisted Tea more. As a diabetic boy, I don't think I should be mm. touching either of those too much. Is Probably what true. I'm saying. Hard liquor for me, doctors.
1: <laughs> one of my one of my friends in uh when I used to, uh, we used to work together. Um, she was like a college party girl. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Oh, freshman 15, Oh, and uh, so her cure to the freshman fifteen is she stopped drinking beer. She's like, "I only drink liquor now." She's like, "I can take two shots, get get you know get the buzz I want, and really cut back on those calories."
0: I guess it works. I, I guess, guess you know. yeah, it's fine. It's a lot less carbs. Yeah. But whatever. So this guy wanted $75 and then he knocked it down to 40 Yeah. And then it sold. Yeah. This looks like the like the cheapest acoustic it guitar build. It looks like crap. Like, look at the orange peel on the back of this thing. <laughs> it's gnarly. I feel like I could get less orange peel painting my wall that already has orange <laughs> peel texture on it. The sad thing is this
1: reminds me of a Harmony that I bought, like. The- 10 years ago the
0: fretboard is glossy and there's orange peel on the fretboard you know that you pick this up and it's going to have that like that super duper cheap rusted style fret metal this is like that you find on like on like cheap tourist ukuleles at like at like uh flea markets and stuff this is a
1: bad way wall hanger
0: oh yeah this is not a good guitar. You can tell, just you can smell it through the screen here that it's not a good guitar. It doesn't smell like twisted tea, it smells like glue. So, it honestly makes it the perfect guitar for, for smashing Nazis in the face. <laughs> I didn't even, I've never watched that video with the sound on. I just watched the guy get the oh beating. So, I don't even know what, what was going it's on. It's a rough
1: video. I'm surprised that it's a, that video is as long as it is.
0: I think people just needed to see something get I, destroyed.
1: I, uh, I felt felt really gross after that video.
0: Yeah. I don't know, 40 bucks, would you buy this? No. Not even super rich Steve?
1: I would if I was super rich Steve, I would buy this and I would keep this in the back of my Lamborghini. Do
0: Lamborghinis have trunks? Uh no, that's where the engine is.
1: I would keep it in the fr- in the front trunk of my Lamborghini. <laughs> the front trunk? Uh and I would only use this like if I saw if I uh if I was driving down the road and I saw a guy truck nuts.
0: You throw yeah, it out the window at con- the truck. Nuts?
1: Confederate flag sticker, whatever on his on his back window.
0: Steve hates testicles. If he sees depictions of testicles, it makes him uh, want to lash maybe, out violently. Maybe I'm,
1: maybe I'm driving by and I, he's yelling at a yelling racial epithets at, mm. a, at a person sitting at the bus
0: stop. This is a very specific situation.
1: Uh, I'm getting out of my Lamborghini. Mm. I'm popping that hood. I go, sir, sir, could you please step out of your car? He goes, oh, you want to make something of it? You want to make something of it? I go, Steve is weaving a tail I go, here. Excuse me, sir. Uh, I, I'd like to speak to you about your choice in truck language. <laughs> your truck language? General human decency. And when he steps out of the car and he goes, you got something to say? I just whip this thing. Out. I go, I'd like to play you a song. Mm. And then I smash it over his head. Oh, there it is. But I don't light it on fire because it might catch him on fire. And I just don't, you know, I don't want to be part of that. But maybe super rich Steve's
0: lawyers could fight the case. Super rich Ryan sees this guy, truck nuts, Confederate flags, Nazi flags. We'll add Nazi flags onto it. (laughs) Hanging off the, hanging off the truck. I've got the twisted T guitar in the front trunk. We've, we've decided Lamborghinis have front trunks. They might. They very well might. Um, and instead of pulling over and confronting the man, I just steer the ship in his direction. I gas it. I throw a brick on the gas. I open the door. I tuck and roll out that, out that, you know, that seagull door. Yeah. It flaps. So I tuck and roll. I get out of there, and it just crashes into him and explodes. And I know that the guitar has been destroyed. And that was that was what I was trying to do. The guitar is the warhead. The Lamborghini was the missile.
1: <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. Okay, I got it. I got it. Right, right now, there's
0: people who are pissed off because we. Are saying that we would do something aggressive towards people with Nazi flags. Here, We're going to get angry right. here's emails. A, here's here's what you do about that.
1: Here's what you do. You pull up next to the light and you go, "Oh man, that guy." And then once the light turns green, you let him get up ahead of you. You mm. get, get let you, give yourself a runway. Then you floor that Lamborghini and you point it right at the dude. You're driving. You're flooring. You wait till he's at a red light, so he stopped, and you're flooring, and then you go okay i i got to stop this thing soon so you pop the hood the hood flies open you slam on the brakes and the guitar launches out of oh, the front of your guitar oh yeah I like out that out of the front of your car and flies through the air smashes through the back of his cab mm. the the neck aligns itself perfectly to to hit him oh to hit him it knocks
0: it knocks him it knocks him him, hits him real good it's a hit then
1: you get out of your car and you close the hood and you go good day sir
0: now i have a question i I said good day i have a question about this guitar i'm looking at the picture of the bridge is this a classical guitar is this a classical guitar that happens to have steel strings on
1: it (laughs) no it's not this is (laughs) look how it's strung i see it i understand what you're saying the bridge is wrong it's not a classical guitar. This is like, the, there were a bunch of these guitars made in like the 90s. Like you could buy, I, I'm telling you, I owned a Harmony acoustic All right. from like that was made in like the 90s that basically had, had all of bridge. these parts. hmm and it was a, it was a. I think I threw it. It's like the only good. I, I think I threw it away.
0: Well, this guitar has begun to bore me, so I'm clicking away from it. Well, you know it's not boring, right? What's not boring, Steve? What's not boring is our first sponsor this what? week, of Big
1: Ear Pedals.
0: We forgot to mention them last episode. I'm so sorry, Grant and Karen. Uh, but Big Ear Pedals, we've discovered recently that the loaf. Is beautiful and yeah. amazing and wonderful for low end instruments. We did we did some messing around with it with some, with some bass with some long guitar. Yeah, and I used it for a baritone section in a video the other day. And I gotta say, if you're playing low stuff, get yourself a loaf. Just Maybe sounds, that's why it's called the loaf. The low cause loaf because it wants to be hit by low stuff. Yeah, it gets real big, real wall of sound. Like it kind of, it kind of rides this line between, like a fuzz and like an overdrive, themed fuzz. Like it's a fuzz, but it kind of feels overdriving in a yeah. way. And when you hit it with like a, a baritone or a bass, like it just gets so thick. Like it's not doing that over the top kind of gated fuzz. It's doing this thick fuzz thing, and yeah. it's fantastic. So if you're playing low stuff, I recommend the loaf. There you go. Loaf. Go check out Big Ear Pedals. They've been sponsoring the show and supporting us in multitudes of ways for a long time, and we appreciate them greatly.
1: BigEarPedals.com.
0: Yep. You got anything new, man? I've got all sorts of stuff new, Steve. Ooh, tell me about it. I am it. like covered in new things that are happening. Gross. Um, a new thing, a new experience that you and I have been sharing, though is that I had dropped off some guitars with our friend Sean Hutchinson oh, yeah. down at Pitbull Audio. Uh, I went and picked them up that very same day. I, I picked up my guitars. I picked up the aluminum neck uh, strap that I put together and uh, the miniature Les Paul thing uh, that it needed a new nut. I think it's off camera. <laughs> and as I was walking away and saying goodbye, I was like, oh, hey, by the way, Steve's gonna stop by sometime soon. He's gonna drop off a few guitars that need some work because we had we had filmed some stuff and had been talking about it. Yeah. Apparently, you showed up like an hour later. Yeah,
1: I, I think you <laughs> showed up right before his lunch break, and I showed up during his lunch break. <laughs> and and uh, it was funny. I was like, I was like, yeah, I got a couple of guitars to show up, and the guy who was working there, or to drop off, and the guy who was working there was like, oh, uh, I think Sean's on his lunch right now. He's like, I can write them up for you or if you want to talk to Sean, you can just like hang out. I was like, okay, I'll just hang out. Like Pitbull is a really fun shop. It like, is. It's really cool. Uh, they have so much, like so much stuff on the walls. Uh th- I did notice that there are a lot of guitars that are like locked, which I didn't realize. Mm. Uh, But that's fine. I mean, they're like, you know, I think everything that's like $2,000 and up is locked down. They should be locked, honestly. Uh, so that's, that's. you know, I don't blame them for that. You yeah, know, yeah. There's no reason. Aside from my own personal curiosity, like, I'm not going to take a Dunable and be like, I'm going to plug this into this Fender champ over here. Yep, I'm definitely taking this one home with me today.
0: <laughs> you know, so. You know, when I was there, when I rung up my repair uh, uh, invoices. Yeah. There was the guy ahead of me in line uh, buying himself a beautiful Gretch. Like this uh, uh, Chet Atkins Gretch. Oh, cool. Oh, it was just beautiful. And I could you could tell that it was a major purchase for him. The way that he was kind of like a little fidgety about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, good for you, man. You're getting the guitar. You're getting the yeah. guitar that you really want. Good for you. And I was like cheering him on. It was a, it was a fun moment. And then I paid for my repairs. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so I I, uh, I needed what strings did you get on yours?
0: Do you get the Do you just get the XTs? I left XTs in the packs. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know if he put those on there. But uh, I got. He didn't ask me about strings, so I'm assuming he found the packs and used them. Ah. Um. I I basically got work on both guitars. I got the nut lowered on, uh, the nut slots lowered on that Baguli neck, the aluminum mm-hmm. neck that I have on my strap project because. It, it was cut so high. I don't know I don't know if it's because they don't fit the next to a guitar to dial it in before they ship them out, but I was a little bit disappointed like how high that nut I, was. Cut. I have
1: heard that some now i I can't say that's the case here, but I have heard that there are some um builders or some manufacturers that intentionally leave the nut so that, high that you so do that it you to can, your preference. So you can do it to your preference that's Uh, a good point you know obviously it's a little tougher with brass because it's just a harder material yeah um but i mean that makes more sense than like if some if they were to cut it and then your action is like way like way lower than you want yeah and and now you have to get the nut replaced
0: you know yeah yeah absolutely
1: uh yeah i dropped off the uh the gibson the actually both my gibsons i dropped off though the both the base and the les paul um Sean seemed to think that that rust we were talking about uh, on the Les Paul. No one's seen it I yet. know. Unless I've published the video. We Probably not because <laughs> of other things you have going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, he seemed to think that that might just be from the strings. That it could be it's like string. Like transfer over. Because he said that that's where he's seen it before. Huh. Um, so I don't know. Well, don't he'll know. take care of that for yeah, you. Yeah. I was like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll just throw some tape on here and throw some tape on the pickups and. He's going to get that a, thing. Do playing a little uh, steel wool action on it. So I'm not I, worried about it. He
0: fixed up that miniature Les Paul I have. And it's it is so glossy slick now. Oh, yeah. It is amazing. He put a new bone nut on it. The The nut that was on when I got it was all chipped up mm. and uh, the strings were like all messed. Oh, they were too deep in it. Oh, they were man. they were rusting too deep and like buzzing out. So I had to like wedge pieces of aluminum foil in there <laughs> uh, to raise the strings up, which is an old and dumb yeah. trick. Uh, but it, 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 made it work for a little while. Um, but yeah, it plays like a dream now that he set it up. Cool. Cool. So we, and you know, we have a history of doing our own work, but there's certain things it's just like, I'm not going to try to do my own nut. It's going to be too yeah. sloppy. It cost me like, I think it was like 65 bucks per nut yeah. or something like that. Well worth it. Well worth it to have a, a pro actually tackle that. than me have to spend an afternoon with a nut that I probably ordered yeah. for 20 bucks and then a f- set of files and then ruin the first nut, and then order another one and have to like go through this practice makes perfect sort of situation and still not have it be good. Yeah. Network totally have someone else do it. If you're not comfortable setting up the action and intonation on your bridge, do it yourself, learn it because you can reverse it. You can correct it. But filing a nut, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna pay someone else to do that. for Filing, single time. shaping, yeah, that and stuff. Totally. And then he, the other stuff he did, he like, he shined up the frets and made it glossy and yeah. and dialed other things in for me. And yeah, he did he did a stellar job.
1: It's good work. That that's a that's a really cool shop. They have a they have a lot of, of neat guitars. I guess that's like our you know we have a um, I guess a couple like two. It's, it's actually funny. Like I was talking to him about um the local shop scene basically. And, and it sounds like Pitbull's kind of like the, the go-to shop for repairs in San Diego. Now they
0: have a legit shop over there. I, you know, I've been spending time over at Moe's guitars and they have Mm -hmm. a legit shop too. Um, but yeah, uh, we love, we love Sean. So I have no problem sending stuff over there. Uh, that's my other, what's new. I mean, I have so many, what's new. Uh, I'm having my guitar built by high spirit guitars. Oh yeah. And he, he operates out of Moe's guitars I went over there the other day, and uh, I filmed him cutting my body, not my physical, not my flesh and bone body. Uh, (laughs) I filmed him cutting my guitar body, and for some reason, I've been secretive about it. I don't think I should be. I think I should be more, I should make it. Well, you posted like an
1: Instagram video or something, didn't you?
0: did and if you watch till the end of the videos and you saw this the full shape of the body revealed for a few seconds i'm having a custom body shape made yeah um it is a modification of that pink guitar that i demoed Mm -hmm. um but i've slimmed out the horns to be more like uh more pointy but metal but not metal they're like they're like 60s taisco import japan style um and then i've given it a butt like a fender maverick i've given it that fish fin yeah i don't you don't like that it's weird i love it um it's weird man it's still gonna be a couple months until that guitar is done but then today he hit me up and was asking me about neck woods and neck profiles and things like that and he's already wound the pickups for it so this thing is on its way yeah um I, I told him that I really like uh I really like his hot dog pickups that he makes. Mm-hmm. Uh but I would like a set that are more like twangy and lower output to fit my style cuz the ones that he usually makes are pretty beefy right. and pushing more into like a P90 sound and he he made this set. He has them in another guitar. And oh my god, they sound so good. They sound like spot on first try he did it they sound exactly the way i would want them to sound uh there was a local player there uh aaron bowen is his name oh like yeah that? aaron bowen um amazing player and and he's been i guess he's been kind of like tutoring underneath colin oh, okay uh learning how to make guitars and going to him for advice when he makes his guitars and he was playing the pickups and just doing his like country shredding picking stuff that he does like his jazzy stuff that he does i don't know how to explain what he does uh but it's incredible compared to how i play and he was in love with the pickups too and so that made me feel pretty good maybe maybe colin had him come in as a ringer to to impress me
1: this guy's coming in he kind of sucks at guitar could you play the
0: guitar so he's sold on the pickups no i i picked up the guitar and i was playing through the pickups and it was like yeah i'm getting like the, the twangy, like fender ish sort of like surfy sounds that I want, but they're still kind of unique in a way yeah. I'm, I'm totally jazzed. I'm super stoked. Um, he's going to make a couple of those bodies. We haven't decided how many yet, but now that he has the template, 69. he's not going to make 69. He's going to make 420, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he's like, we were talking like four to six or something like that. Right. Um, so that other people can buy it and it'll be like a limited run. I think people are going to like the body shape. People who like the weird stuff that I like are going to like it. I think
1: it's a very U shape. It's just not a very me shape. It's
0: not the shape of a U. It's a very me shape.
1: It's like a very, very uh, Ryan shape. It's kind of a Ed Sheeran shape. It's in love with the shape of you.
0: (laughs) I was worried because I didn't want to be that guy that just like, Oh, I love your stuff. Make me something different than your stuff. Uh, and I started out with his with his template for his existing body design. Right. And then I just showed him, like, my Photoshop's of it. And I was like, if you don't like this, if you don't want to be associated with it, like, this is just my dumb idea. And he was like, no, let's try it. And then after he cut it out, he kept texting me and being like, I keep looking at it, and I love it. <laughs> like, I just keep looking at this guitar, and it's just, it's just really cool. So yeah. I'm... I mean, hopefully he still feels that way. Hopefully he doesn't feel like I pressured him into something dumb because I don't think that's something that he wants to do. Is like take everyone's suggestions to make for custom sure. custom dumb shapes. For sure. But I'm I'm excited for mine. So there's that. We've got a lot of what's news. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Oh, go my buy other, a high spirit guitar, guys. Go buy a high spirit guitar. Wait, wait until my body shape comes out and buy one. Buy one of those if you like that style at all. Apparently, like. Apparently I did. I did my video of, of that strat shaped one, the pink one. Uh-huh, apparently. Yeah. And it, and I, then for like a minute, dropped it. then for like a minute, I played one of his like offset style ones. It has like kind of like sharper horns than a normal offset. And that's the one people have been putting in orders for that body. Apparently like crazy ever since the video. So I should have demoed one of those. <laughs> <laughs> but they introduce people to that shape and that's what they yeah. want I guess they're they're just really cool designs they're yeah. like a
1: throwback but they're they're like a new a new take on like a that old school kind of look
0: yeah I no, I really like his builds like everything I've picked up that he's that he's made I've been like yeah this guy gets what I like in, in a guitar
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it's I'm really excited that not only is he local and I can actually go try his guitars but He's affordable, and I can have one made for yeah. me. You know, is is pretty wild. Another, what's new is I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went to JHS pedals. Unless be on the J- I, were you on the JHS show? I'm. <laughs> we filmed this before I went. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what happened yet, but the tentative plan is I'm going to be there a Tuesday and a Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, the Tuesday I'm going to do my thing where I film. Uh, rapid fire videos the way I do at NAM right. and TGU and stuff like that and just come home with a bunch of content and then Wednesday I'm going to do the JHS thing whatever they're filming I'm going to oh, be part cool. of it uh we're planning on doing a spring reverb video since oh, that's nice. like my thing um so I'm going to be part of that and the, and we are going to do a live video so hopefully I don't know what their production schedule is like I don't know how long it takes them to film stuff hopefully they can handle two videos in a day a live video and filming a thing right uh but I'm really excited about it. I'm also really nervous to fly, even though you're listening to this after the fact. I'm nervous to fly these days uh, with the COVID stuff. So I know people are probably going to trash me online for doing this.
1: Technically, I think after you get back, I, I'm not supposed to come over here.
0: So potentially,
1: <laughs> if I can get my paperwork in line, I will be vaccinated. When get back.
0: Lucky. Uh, you're going to get a metal zone in you? I know damn dude i want that metal zone in me the
1: problem is is i'm i i need to get an appointment so i have is it because of your job or something yeah i guess my my job is uh because we're lab workers right um we have lab worker clearance but the issue is like i went on the county website today and um none of the vaccination centers have like available appointments so it's gonna depend on that
0: I get an extra one for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I need four shots. <laughs> hey, give me, give me a little extra. I'll take it home with me. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited to go. I'm really excited to be out of the house. I'm not excited to fly. I'm not excited for the, uh, the blowback that's going to happen online from people being mad that I flew. I am excited f- to deal with a fresh batch of trolls though, after I sell out and go hang out with JJ. <laughs> Juhus. So trolls, bring it on. The Juhus hot sandwich box. I'm ready for you. All you trolls out there, bring it on. Let's talk about this next ad.
1: Yeah, this ad was found
0: by you. Yeah, another ad that I found. This is an
1: Epiphone et... 280 bass
0: is this pre gibson epiphone or is this post gibson no, epiphone
1: all epiphone is Epi- is gibson epiphone that's
0: not true didn't epiphone existed pre gibson
1: yeah but gibson bought epiphone in like the 50s or something
0: so this crap. is post post gibson epiphone
1: uh i'm really now i'm curious about that timeline because I, I i've never actually thought I want about to be it
0: accurate when did gibson buy epiphone it's
1: it's like uh oh 1957. Wow, that's earlier than I thought. Uh yeah. Well, because Epiphone uh, the Epiphone guitar brand was founded uh in uh the like early
0: 1900s. Yeah. Well, no, I know that it existed the, a long actual, time before. Like, Gibson. The actual like the actual
1: trace back is uh 1873 in the Ottoman Empire is when it was founded. What? Yeah, by Anastasios Stathopoulos. Hey man, I just read these. Epiphone things.
0: was an was a foreign company.
1: Epiphone was founded by a Turkish or a Greek. He was Greek, and Epiphone originally made fiddles and lutes. That's wild. Uh, and uh, they moved to the United States, and then his son Epimondus <laughs> took over. Epi min, sorry Epiminodus took over. Hence the epi in Epiphone. Uh, and the company became the House of Stothopolu. It became the Epiphone Banjo Company in 1928, which was the same year
0: uh, it started producing guitars. Everything you've said for like the past three minutes sounds made up. I'm This is from Wikipedia, man. <laughs> sounds like you're just pulling it out of your ass.
1: And they were acquired by Gibson in 1957. And when was this used by Hercules to defeat Hera. <laughs> Uh, it was on one of his legendary journeys, <laughs> circa nineteen ninety seven. Oh, Kevin Sorb. Oh no! Uh. <laughs> this is a Epiphone ET two hundred and eighty. This is so cool. Uh, since it was recently set up by luthier and has half 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 round strings, I'll I'll just say if you're looking if you want to try something different on the bass, uh, half rounds are a lot of fun. They start off pretty warm. They kind of play. Uh, in terms of the feel, mm-hmm. um, kind of like r- typical round wound strings, um, but they really mellow out. And the actual, the funny thing is, is the house bass at my church has uh, half rounds. I put half rounds on those. And they, they never really got that like flat wound f- warmth, that flat wound dead sound. That like thud. Until I took like two months off. So other bass players were playing this thing all of the time, mm. and when I finally like went back and played it again, well, apparently one of those guys did not, uh, or had like your sweat, maybe <laughs> I don't know. Did you did you sub in on
0: pitch? I did not. I know.
1: Uh, but uh, <laughs> um, the strings are like super buttery smooth and like very like just the right amount of warm
0: punch to it. This guitar looks really fun to me. I really like this. It looks really classy. I look at look, look at that little f- finger pole. Yeah, it's the a, thumb,
1: it's, a, it's a finger pole. It's a
0: finger pole. It's not a thumb rest. It's the finger pole. You ta- yeah. you taught me about this that yeah. when it's under the the strings and it's a finger pole cuz you you grip yeah, it with you your fingers you
1: pull use it to pull
0: down. You grip it and you rip it. Yeah. I love that it's not boxy. It's like this really nice little I I'm sure that's not stock. I'm sure that was an add-on. But uh, it looks beautiful. Yeah, I've never seen one like that. Um, it's a really, really like Danish modern sort of shape. Uh, and then the the pickups are I've never seen that pickup cover before. Maybe because I've never looked at these bases before. The, the body shape is a ton of fun. It's kind of like a a, a stratish sort of take, but more accentuated in certain yeah. ways. I do
1: kind of wonder if these are like actually any good.
0: It might be hot garbage because it has that very import bolt-on neck, sort of looking thing it going on. It looks
1: like that. Um, if that finger, if that pull bar um, wasn't original, it was at least an extremely common modification. Or I'm just happening to see this exact same base popping a, up everywhere on a bunch of image searches.
0: Uh, I really like to look at this base. I'm sure. I'm sure it's not a modern bass when you play. No, it. No, no. Um the but,
1: thing with the, a lot of these Epiphone the ETs is some people really love them and some people just think they're a weird right. Uh, I love Japanese that it, thing. I
0: love that is it Japanese?
1: Yeah, these are Matsumoku, Matsu ah. uh Matsu factory. I love that it
0: has the the original Epiphone headstock, the big like fat that big chunky yeah, bottom. Yeah. Open book scroll. Apparently, the pickups are actually thick.
1: The, the pickups are actually tiny little single coils under there. Oh, like, I bet. And so everything—it sounds like everything about this is like a just a
0: an. It's a big front.
1: It's an old school like seventies thumpy, yeah, slow jam kind of a. Don't threaten a me with a good time. It's uh, it's you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get a ton of uh. Modern sound out of well,
0: it's of it. a 1970s bass. It probably like right, lives but in that era. if you get era. like a
1: 1970s P bass or whatever, like sure. it's still going to be like a P bass. It's going to be in your face. Uh, but like, I, I, I don't know. I, that's kind of the whole. Like I said, that's kind of the whole thing with these Epiphone Ets, like the ET 270. Uh, guitar like some people really love them Mm -hmm. but a lot of a lot of the reviews i see for uh, i've I've literally seen like multiple times people saying like oh the et270 is the worst guitar i've ever owned
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it might be hot garbage but it looks beautiful oh yeah i love the look of it it's more one of those things where it's like what do you guys think comment down below don't go
1: in on this instrument unless you're expecting to like do some work right right on it or whatever or you know don't go in on it expecting it to be like a modern epiphone basically
0: next sponsor yeah this uh next sponsor spot gonna help us chase bliss is threatening to drop something hot and wild and new this year and we don't know what it is yet do you think it's a flanger it i still think it's a one knob uh artificially intelligent flanger that just reads your mood and detects what you need in life and oh, then man. adjusts accordingly. Um, but until then we've got the preamp Mark two, the automaton here. They also have that reverb with the same layout yeah. where all the knobs move around and do crazy fun should stuff. I
1: buy one of those.
0: Uh, I think you should buy two. So should you can I buy have a stereo? BlizzFact-
1: should I buy that or should I wait for the Bliss factory? I actually really want a Bliss factory.
0: You remind me, I want a Bliss Factory really bad. Uh, Chase Bliss Audio, they're going to make a new run of Bliss Factories uh, because uh, everyone tried to like buy them all up and then flip them. They bought them just to flip them, which is cruel because there's people out there who actually want them to use yeah. them. Uh, and they don't want to have to pay $60,000 for one. We want to pay the, you know, the $350 that they actually cost or whatever it is. I think they're $400. they are $400. I want a Bliss Factory. Maybe we should buy Bliss Factories together. We should hold hands and buy a Bliss Factory together. Okay, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, huge thanks to Chase Bliss Audio for sponsoring us all these years. We should turn some of that money that they sponsored us with into Bliss Factories. All right. So that we can <laughs> manufacture Bliss on our own. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. So for pedals more creative than you are and probably better looking, check out Chase Bliss Audio. Uh, support them because they've been supporting the content that you love. Year in and year out. All right. Thanks, guys. Next ad.
1: Well, we're supposed to do a topic here.
0: We're not supposed to do anything, Steve. And we're at 50 minutes in. There's I guess a, I started a early. blank here. Uh, we don't have We a, don't
1: have, we don't a, have a, topic. a topic. Let's do an album review.
0: We don't have an album that we listen to. We haven't. I've been so busy. Yeah, me too. I haven't even thought about it. Should um, we continue doing albums into
1: 2021? I want to. I really enjoy doing it. I haven't forced you to listen to any Taylor Swift
0: yet. <laughs> okay, Steve. Next episode. It's decided. <laughs> it's decided. Uh, Taylor Swift. Next episode. Put it. Write it down in your there's little book. So many albums. Write it down there's in your so little many book.
1: Albums to choose from.
0: Look at how thin your book is getting. This is I all know. this That's all that's left, and some of that's already filled out. I know. How many blank pages do you have in here? Not a lot.
1: Uh, you mean how many blank spaces
0: do I have, baby? That's how much podcast is left before we run out of Steve's podcast book. I'll have to buy another notebook. This is the original podcast book. Seven years, Steve gonna, has been. I'm going to put this on eBay. Taking notes on every single episode. This is all the
1: wheel of pedals.
0: Should we bring back wheel of pedals? This is history that no one
1: needs. <laughs> Look at this. Pause on transition. You know what this was for? This is so I could take a piss break.
0: Okay, let's listen. T- let's listen to Taylor Swift next week, and you will subject me to that, and I'll probably love it. I'll probably love Tay. I'll
1: pick an album that I think you'll hate.
0: Oh, come on! No, I'll- we'll listen to one of the new ones. Let's listen, we can. Why would I? What? What? What qualities in a Taylor Swift album would I hate?
1: nah I don't know. I just thought Reputation's kind of. It's a, it's a, it's got some really high highs and some really, I just low think lows. if you're
0: going to pick one for me to listen to, you might as well throw me into the one that's going to be most culturally relevant, this which could- I'm
1: saying like, so maybe I almost wonder if we do it, if we, I'll, maybe i pick something out this week and we do a Taylor Swift double feature next week.
0: A double feature. <laughs> okay. What is, does that mean? Two albums in yeah, one
1: week? One, two albums, one episode. Oh my gosh,
0: Steve. What are you, you do-
1: they're easy listening. They're pop albums. All
0: right, okay. If you want to cook that up, then so uh, we'll make it So this week we're talking
1: about uh, Smash Mouth's Fushu Mang. <laughs> uh, it's got songs such as Walking on the Sun and Why Can't We Be Friends. I I do have, like, I've never listened to this
0: Have you I ever listened like, to this album? I like the original version of Why Can't We Be Friends, and I probably like every single cover of it. Have you not heard the Smash Mouth version? I'm sure I have. It's a very... It's
1: actually like a... a fr- what I remember it being is that it's like a straight like ska
0: cover. Here's what I want to do. I want to pitch the next uh, album cover, the next uh, song cover thing that we did. I still need to ship okay. out those shirts. Um, we did the long December thing. I want the next one to be unska a song. I want you to take, song. take a ska song and unska my song. Take out all the horns. Like. I want you to take a was Ska that a, was song. Was that supposed to... What song were you... Unbreak trying? My Heart. Okay. Uh, that's
1: what I thought, but it was like,
0: <laughs> man, like... Take I Take a Ska song. Take a Ska song. Make it not Ska anymore. That's the cover that I want. I'm giving you from this moment right now, I'm giving you a month. What, what date is month? it? A month? A month and a half. I'm giving you a month and a half. Why don't we just make it easy? Two months. Let's
1: just say at the end of March.
0: Let's, at the end of March. That's two full months and a little extra. I want to hear your unscawed songs. And this one will be different because it can be. It, it can end up being a lot of different songs. But come on, you know you want to Does do, it, do, you, do you knock think it on should, wood. Do
1: you think it should be ska songs that like we should know?
0: No, but they should. I'm just saying like, if somebody throws a Goldfinger B-side, is that is that a thing we they want? They should be known ska songs. Don't go don't go deep cuts. Known ska songs. I'm talking never knock on woods. I'm talking uh songs from the specials. Don't do us Don't do
1: us, you know, if you send us the say Ferris cover of Take On Me and all you do is recreate the aha take on me. Right,
0: no, that doesn't count.
1: Oh no, it's real big fish to take on me. Say Ferris did come on Eileen.
0: And if you're gonna do a no doubt song, it better be a no doubt song that was ska. Yeah. Don't send us don't speak. Right. Come on. No, like like, I'd be totally fine with a bunch of unskawed versions of Knock on Wood. A couple, like, Boston songs or something like that. There's there's popular ska songs that you could attack. I want to hear Knock on Wood done in emo style. I want the uh, I want the Bob Dylan. I want the Bob, <laughs> Bob Dylan, Dylan style. Do it. Out.
1: I want the Bob Dylan sell-up.
0: Have you ever been close to tragedy? Close to folks who had Sell out with me all yeah <laughs> Sell out
1: with me tonight. Record company's going to give me lots of money.
0: <laughs> and every little thing is going to be all right. The email version
1: of sellout record company's going to give me lots of money. Everything's going to be all
0: wrong. And I want to hear a metal. Guttural, I want to hear metal versions of ska songs. So there you go. All right, let's do this last ad and then. No, before we do this in last ad, we gotta do a little housekeeping. housekeeping and then we'll do the you ad. If you'd like to support
1: this nonsense, if you'd like to support our Templeton Rye habit, uh you can support us by heading on over to patreon.com slash 60 Cycle Humcast. This is the party episode where we pimp out our listener base. And thank you, uh thank those who have supported us. Uh thank you, Francis Stokes, who's joining us at the $1 level. And Peter Carpenter, who's joining us at the eight and a half pound level. That's heavy. That's I didn't know that we had multiple currencies enabled, but apparently we do uh, because he's joined us at the eight and a half pound. Well, I think that's
0: just the exchange rate. Like if if things change, then it could be more than ten dollars or it could be less. (laughs) But obviously, we've got to get him in the inner circle.
1: I'm just saying, like, I've never seen that before. Like we have supporters in foreign countries who support us using the American dollar anyway, Patreon.com. whether it's $1 or eight and a half pounds or anything, uh, we definitely appreciate it. It puts the stuff on walls. It sends Ryan, uh, on, on road trips to make videos,
0: air trip, dangerous air trips to Kansas. It,
1: uh, it puts, uh, bliss factories in our pockets
0: and puts rye in our bellies. Yeah. And you know, this is, the. it says it's the good stuff and I agree. This has been good stuff. So
1: thanks uh, Francis and thanks Peter. Sometime we got to do, and you know, at the end of the the audio version of this, the the not live version of the show. So twice a month we run all of the names. Uh, but I think we need to, I, I need to print that list out. I need to print that list out and we need to do, it's gonna take like-
0: You gonna oh, try to bow Branton it?
1: I'm not gonna bow Branton it. I cannot hold my breath that long at all. Uh, But I think it would be amusing to read all the names. Also, the new
0: Bill Branton thing is he sings all the names. We're getting close to 100. We did plenty of We did plenty of singing this episode, Steve. Oh, Uh, it's right here. Ska my song. All right, bud. Take out all the horns. This was sent to us by Adam Dohanick, the inboxer, the original inboxer. A uh, long, long, The long, long only time. inboxer. There's never been I a know. new inboxer. The the original and only inboxer. We named him that because he was the first guy to like start sending us ads. And he sent so yeah. many. <laughs> um, and he
1: still does. He does. He Thank you, Adam. Well. Uh, this is a Gibson Les Paul Custom Shop Pepsi 300 Nashville Speedway uh, from April two th- 13, 2002. Featuring artwork by Sam Bass. Sam Bass was a NASCAR artist. His artwork can be seen on many race cars, blah, blah, blah. This was purchased from his personal guitar collection. If you're not familiar with Sam Bass, look up his credentials online.
0: I'm doing it. I'm looking up his credentials. I'm looking at this picture. This is a... Gipset. Art confirmed. He does NAS- NASCAR art, guys. nascar nascar Nashville Super Speedway. And I can't say
1: this, honestly that this any of it is
0: blowing my mind.
1: This breaks the rule.
0: Yeah, it breaks my my art orientation rule. It's it's set it's, up so that this art is only viewable when it's the guitar's hanging on the wall. It's got the Gibson logo
1: painted on it. It's got the NASCAR logo in a couple different places. Uh it's got a
0: planet. I mean, this art isn't terrible? But I was honestly hoping more for like the style of that guy who does like, like he does movie posters. Like he's famous for like the Indiana Jones oh. posters and all other kinds. Like this feels like, look at this. It just feels kind of flat. I I wanted this to be like airbrushed. It kind of feels like paint by number in, in mm. composition. Like he, he painted over photos. You know what
1: oh, I mean? Oh, I see. What, yeah. It's a little odd. You know, if you're into this,
0: it's got a very like. I think he's. A, I, I I want to go on record and say I think he's a good artist. It's just not the style I was expecting.
1: It's it's got kind of like a '90s uh, vibe to it, if you know what I mean. Which you know makes sense that this was. From is that Ricky Bobby?
0: That is Ricky Bobby. <laughs> he did a painting of Ricky Bobby. That's pretty good. That's, <laughs> That's fun. pretty funny. Um, <laughs> I okay okay. I'm on board now. <laughs> Sam Bass, you got He's me. He's self-aware. He's self-aware. <laughs> yeah. Um, how, much, how much are they asking? There's no... Oh. Uh,
1: it's $3,700. $3,700 for a Les Paul custom... Honestly, if this plays like a Les Paul custom shop should play, that's not a
0: bad price. No, it's normal price for uh, Les Paul, which is still too expensive for sure. what Gibsons are. I mean, you could take $3,700 and get yourself a really nice custom-made guitar from yeah. a multitude. A multitude of luthiers, and you could know that person personally, and you could call out specific things you want done to your guitar. But could you get a,
1: a Pepsi three hundred Nashville Speedway? You probably could. Job?
0: You probably could get custom art on a guitar for thirty seven hundred dollars. Doug
1: Cower, we need to talk.
0: <laughs> Steve wants this NASCAR. Uh, what the what is a dayliner? Doug Doug only does Simpsons art on his guitar. <laughs> I don't see the market for this, but then I'm not a NASCAR guy. I don't know any NASCAR people. The, the one friend that we had who was a NASCAR person, uh, she disowned us as a friend. (laughs) Who's, uh, Alyssa like, Oh, was she a NASCAR person 15 years ago? Yeah. She loved NASCAR. I didn't know that. Yeah. She disowned us as a person though. She doesn't like us. Um,
1: and you know I don't it, even remember what happened.
0: We were probably assholes. So nah. Yeah, it wasn't us specifically, but it was our group of friends. She's like, I'm done with you people. And honestly, uh, I mean I don't blame her.
1: That's because we got
0: married. Was that because we got no, married? No, no, it was because of other drama. Don't worry about it. Don't all worry right. about it right now. I'll ask, ask your wife. I'll ask my wife. I'm sure she knows. <laughs> she knows all the juicy details. <laughs> she, I know that I saw She did have my first, I think my one year anniversary photo. She did. I saw a, this person who's who's has uh, removed us for, from her life I saw her in Costco uh, we made eye contact and then she diverted her eyes and continued Dang. on so Would that's you, where we're at Carmel Mountain? Cole, no Mission Valley okay was yeah. say? geography talk Costco geography talk uh, why do I remember that? that was like I don't know seven years ago maybe? oh you saw
1: her in Costco seven years ago so like yeah. now I was going to say 15 years is no, a long why time do
0: I remember product. this Costco interaction? That's bizarre. You're a weirdo, a real weirdo. Uh, so, Freak. anyways, thirty seven hundred dollars for a. I mean, if you if this guy really is like the hot thing in NASCAR art, there's someone who's going to want it. Yeah, but i I have trouble imagining the market for it. But that's me. This
1: I don't want to say. I I don't you know. I I there's no there's no usefulness in a person who has. Almost zero artistic talent, possibly zero art, possibly negative artistic talent, um, making comments on the quality of this. So I, I'm just, just going to say that it, I'm not, I, I get it. And I, I think there's a place for this, but it's not on a Gibson Les Paul.
0: I would say, man, I don't want to say somebody this.
1: send Somebody send this to the show that really tackles the hard hitting reverb, you know, that ridiculous reverb ads show i don't want s- that other
0: channel i don't want to yeah send this over to uh, ryan bruce uh <laughs> i don't want to does sound- he say
1: fuck on his show yet Well <laughs> last time i heard him try to
0: say fuck he bleeped it out just say fuck okay we're christians and we'll say fuck jeez so what does that mean ryan bruce we're not afraid of demonetization why are you why are we so hard on Ryan Bruce? Ryan, you might be watching. I'm sorry we're being so hard on you. <laughs>
1: he does I will say he says fuck in the comments. Oh
0: like he
1: t- I, he will, to be fair, he will tell his commenters like fuck you and fuck
0: off to, to be fair people leave comments. Uh of all our episodes, this is the most either of us has ever said fuck. So we can't mm. really judge him I'm too hard. I'm not sure if it is.
1: Maybe it's the most you've said fuck. <laughs>
0: Oh, I think that moment right there, you went over the line. Now you have said it more than you've ever said it before. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Here's what I'm going to say. I don't, maybe it'll get back to the artist. I hope it doesn't because I don't want him to think that people are out there criticizing and stuff when they shouldn't be. His stuff is uh, on a technical level. This is good art. Yeah. He's technically achieving uh, results that are very clean and well done uh, to me. It just feels kind of uninspired. Like it right. doesn't feel exciting to me in a visual sort of way, but I mean, it's NASCAR. Yeah. It's cars that go around in a circle over and over again. Turn, like what turn do you want? Left.
1: Turn left. And I think there's one race a year where they turn right.
0: What? Okay. Uh, I'm in. I'm, ha- a, I'm a NASCAR I, fan I, now. Apparently
1: there's a couple NASCAR road races as well, where they turn both left and right.
0: There's, I know there's, I know it's not NASCAR, but I know there's car racing where they don't turn at all. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: And sometimes the people in those races participate in a uh, 1989 Dodge Caravans. <laughs> Have you ever seen those?
0: I'm into this. Have you ever seen those? Now, are we talking about drag racing? Yeah. I haven't seen the, the Caravans. but Oh I'll, yeah. You know me, Caravan was my first car. Just look it up guys. It's super cool. Look up turbo van. Look up turbo, turbo? Dodge caravan. I don't want to see him turboed. I want it. I want a, <laughs> a legitimate race between stock Dodge caravans. So the, the V V6 six versus V sixes and V fours versus V fours. Well, there's no V four. Um, I had a, a Dodge caravan. Was it it a V4? was a V four. Why do they Steve?
1: have a V four? That's weird. Honestly,
0: Steve, you might not know this and other caravan like owners and fans, the fandom on the caravan boards uh, I think the V4 is the preferable one, because the transmission that they put in the V6s was not beefy enough, Ooh. and the V6s would blow through transmissions like crazy. The V4 transmission was too beefy for the v- for the V4, and it would not blow out.
1: All right. Well, I guess we're going to get into this. So, so the uh, the four cylinder uh, Mopar in the late '80s. Uh, was the same engine from the Mitsubishi? I think it was the Mitsubishi 3000 GT. Okay. So when I say turbo van, like it's it's the it's the stock engine. It's just like fully modified. They juiced it. They juiced it. Yeah. Like, but it's this. It's an off the lot Mopar engine. Gotcha. They just they made a of they put out a van that had a
0: turbo engine in it. <laughs> you know what? I used to drive my caravan around with the pedal to the metal flooring <laughs> it. And because it's a minivan and it looks like it's going 20 miles an hour, no matter where you are. And I know almost never, almost, I it's got actually
1: going 30
0: guys. I got, I only got one ticket in that thing. And it's cause I was going five miles over the speed <laughs> limit in like a 35, but I would drive that thing on the freeways. 90, 95 Jeez. all the time, all the time. I, I goose that thing from Las Vegas back to San Diego when you when you on the floor ninety five miles an hour the you whole gonna, time.
1: When are you gonna buy buy one? Are you gonna buy one someday?
0: A you know, caravan? Yeah, like an eight, fi- like an eighties one. And fix it up? No, I'd get a ninety one. Ninety one. Ninety one. Ninety two. Something like I'm that. Just,
1: well, I'm just, I'm just saying that body that body style was like I think eighty seven to ninety two. I do miss
0: it. I do miss the minivan life. It was. I had a thought, fun time.
1: I've, I've thought about getting a third vehicle, but I'm like, I don't know if I want to deal with that
0: the parking <laughs> and just, the main,
1: just park in the visitor spot. All if the time. I, if I had
0: unlimited time in my life, I probably would get a caravan and fix it up and get it running they, my caravan when i finally got rid of it everything was breaking on oh, it yeah. and i still see them on the road and I'm like i don't know how yours still functions <laughs> like the, uh it's called they didn't drive it 95 miles no, an hour from las vegas there's to thing ago. there's things on it that break that have nothing to do with that like the little button that would turn the the lamp on and off when you close mm-hmm. and open the door broke on mine you don't need that and i had i like had to like tape it down i had to tape a penny over that button because it wouldn't but you don't need that i know i don't need it i like the windshield the windshield wipers were broken in a way where they would just run like the switch was uh-huh. broken so they would just keep going so i would have to reach down into the fuse box and pull the fuse to get the windshield wipers to it turn it doesn't off, rain to you. turn off yeah but your windshield you gets dusty that. it gets dirty Ugh. Like stuff like that was breaking on my caravan. Have you finished Cobra Kai season three? Yes. Nice. <laughs> All right, let's.
1: Did we do it? Was is there another ad? No. This week's song is sent by Paul Crane. He says this is from a band of mine called Complete Radio Silence. The song is called Stagger. We broke up amicably a couple of years ago, but we're talking about doing an EP remotely. Do, do it. Some of us live in different countries now. Five piece, three guitars. Uh, I'm pretty sure I use a Gretsch Tennessee Rose and a Classic 30. The others are Strat and an old 335, Bass and Drums. I picked this recording because I like the drums. We have an album with this track on it on iTunes and all the other platforms such as Spotify. The album is called Bendyland. The band name again is Complete Radio Silence. Tap to download. I should have done this earlier. Yeah, no kidding. This is a loose episode. Boo, this is a good episode.
0: take man that's the kind of song that makes me lit makes me miss live shows like if i was mm. watching a band play that song i'd be vibing it to to it hard at a live show i was vibing to it right now like live yeah you'd have me good song thanks a lot guys bye everyone i think i'm gonna try to buy it right now what buy this damn steve go buy that Complete song radio
1: silence All right N-T. bye everyone stay grounded see ya